0: So I got a question for you. Don't you just love choking down vitamins in pill form? Oh, come on. You know you love it, especially when you're pregnant and you're all gaggy and stuff, right? Okay, maybe not. The world has sold us a bill of goods on so many things. And by now, you're probably realizing that pregnancy and birth are one of the areas where we've been thoroughly lied to. But did you know that nutrition is another Today, we're going to make our way into this nutrition world, and we're going to talk about preconception nutrition, prenatal nutrition, and postpartum nutrition when you're breastfeeding, really just nutrition in general. Remember when you were a kid and somebody told you that you are what you eat? Well, guess what? They were actually right. So we better get to eating the good stuff. Let's dive in and start exploring what that really means when we're Doing things God's way. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey, Mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes, wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies, and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth, if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. I am so glad you're here because today we're going to talk about something that is applicable to 100% of the people listening. Even if a man has managed to sneak in to this pregnancy podcast, it'll apply to him too. Whether you're pregnant, not pregnant, postpartum, this subject applies to everyone that God made, including you, because I'm pretty sure he made you too. Each and every cell in our body is made up of something, and since science tells us that matter cannot be created from nothing, we know that something has to be making all of those cells. But the only thing we put into our body is water and food and the gases that make up the air, right? So those are the things that are the building blocks of us. You literally are what you eat because you're made out of what you eat. The health and quality of ourselves depends on the health and quality of the foods that we're giving our body. Think about this. If you build a house with the strongest supplies available, that you can, the strongest stuff you can find on the market, you're going to have a house that can withstand nearly anything. But if you build a house with subpar materials, then the house's strength will be lacking. That's a biblical concept too, because you know about building the house on the sand versus building a house on the rock. And when the wind and the rains came... The house on the sand went splat. Remember that song when you're a kid, right? But the house that had the strong foundation that was built on something solid and with something solid, it stood. Cars that are made from the best materials, they perform better than those that are made with subpar materials. Remember, we talked also about giving a car that's meant to run on gas, diesel, well, it's just not going to work very long, is it? It's going to quit. It's not going to be efficient. Well, it's not going to run at all, really. You have to give your body good stuff if you want to be made of good stuff and to perform well. Our bodies and our babies' bodies are made from what we give our bodies. And that also goes for the breast milk that we're making when we're nursing. Well, we eat is what we become because the nutrition in the food provides the building blocks for our bodies and for our baby's bodies. I don't know of anyone that knows the exact minute that they conceive. There is a moment there when two cells come together, and that is the beginning of life. But who actually knows when that actually happens? You might have a general idea, but you're not sure about it for some time after. We are all pregnant for some period of time without knowing it. Many, if not all, of the baby's organs have actually already formed by the time mama even knows she's pregnant. And this is why it's so important for you to have a lifestyle of health and nutrition, not to just wait until you know you're pregnant and to decide that now's the time to eat well because you're trying to have a healthy baby. Remember, too, that most of us spend that first trimester nauseous and some of us spend it, throwing, spend it throwing up. And even if you're not throwing up, you probably don't really feel like eating very much. So you're really not going to get that much nutrition during that time anyway. So the beginning of the baby is going to pull from the nutrition that you already had on board. So, what does that mean? It means we got to start now. We got to do the best we can now. Once you know better, You got to do better, so just know that starting today, you're going to know some things that you didn't know before, and especially next week, you're going to learn some things that you didn't know before, and it's going to lead you to needing to make some changes, but they're great changes. We live in a time where our food supply is a joke. I know that might seem a little bit bold, a little bit strong, but it's true. Our food supply is a joke. Think about the grocery store. You've got the perimeter where you might have some real food. But think of all of those aisles in the middle. All of those are full of processed, quote, food. And I say, quote, food, because can you even really call it food? I mean, some of it I don't think really even passes. It's a lot of chemicals. It's a lot of preservatives. And there might be a little bit of food content in there. There's no real nutrition in there. Even in the areas on the outside perimeter, there's a lot of chemicals. There's a lot of pesticides. There's a lot of antibiotics in the meat section. The dairy products are pasteurized, which effectively kills all the good in it and actually makes it harmful to your body. To feed yourself and your family nutritious food, it's going to take more time and effort than you might think you have. But Mama, this is a priority. Is there anything more important? Your body cannot run well on junk. It wasn't made to. And sadly, most food that is commercially available, available, it is junk. And when I say commercially available, I mean like the stuff that you get at the store, at a traditional grocery store. So what do you do? What's a mama to do, right? You're trying to do what's good for your family. What do you do when everything seems to be junk? Well, there are many things that you can start doing now, just simple little changes. I'm going to go through a few, and then I'm going to lead into where we're going with this. First thing I would ask, is there a farmer's market or an Amish market near you where you could get some fresh vegetables that have been grown without pesticides and artificial fertilizers so they're actually getting real nutrition from the real soil? And are these things picked at the peak of ripeness? Even grocery store produce isn't a great choice because it was picked a long time before it was actually ripe because if they picked it when it was ripe, it would rot during the shipping process. A number of vitamins and minerals and enzymes don't even develop until ripeness is achieved. So when you pick something long before it's ripe so that you can ship it across the country without it going bad, it's missing a lot of the vitamins and minerals that would be there if it was picked at peak ripeness. So even when you go online and you're looking up nutrition on things and you're seeing, you know, this vegetable has this vitamin and that vitamin and whatever else, that's ideal. That's not really usually reality. Usually what you're getting at the grocery store is devoid of a lot of those nutrients. Not to mention the flavor is just blah before ripeness. So many things in the store just don't taste good. Best example of not tasting good, tomatoes. There's people who actually think that tomatoes taste like the tomatoes that you buy at the grocery store when they're kind of orange and mealy and kind of grainy. That is not a tomato. And if you are listening to me and you've never had a fresh-picked ripe tomato, please, please find someone that's growing some or grow some yourself. It's not even close to the same. The flavor is just bursting in a ripe tomato and it's juicy. It'll drip down your chin. makes a great sandwich. But the stuff you get at the store is awful. Like, I don't think I've ever bought a tomato at a store since I started growing them because they're just terrible. They're, they're, they're not even close to the same, but I digress. Another great example is a fresh from the patch strawberry versus a store-bought strawberry from across the country. There's just no comparison. When you bite into a fresh from the patch strawberry, it is juicy and just so sweet without one grain of sugar on it. And yet a store bought strawberry is firm and might have a little sweetness depending on how far away it came from, but it's a totally different consistency that you can put it in your refrigerator. It might last a few days. Fresh strawberries, they won't last long at all. They start to go bad because they are at their peak ripeness. So you've kind of got to do something with them or freeze them right away. But man, when you eat it on that day that you pick it, it is insane how good it is. Again, if you haven't ever had this, go find some fresh strawberries. It's strawberry season right now. If you're listening to this when it's newly posted, it's May. May is strawberry season. Go find you a strawberry patch. Pick your own. Have one fresh out of the patch. It's insane. I'm sorry. I'm getting off. I I love strawberries. (laughs) I'm getting off topic. But seriously, if you haven't ever had a real fresh strawberry, go find you some right now. Now's the time to get them. You can only get them for about a month out of the year. Things bought locally were often picked the same day or the night before. So when you're going to a farmer's market, that farmer you're buying from was likely out in the field at night, the night before, or super early that morning, getting you the best produce that he has to offer you. It's the best stuff you can get short of growing your own. And that brings me kind of to my next point. Can you grow your own garden? Even if it's in pots, if you're living in an apartment, you can grow a lot of things like out on a porch in pots. If you don't have that option, can you grow sprouts? You can grow sprouts on your counter. And that's power pack nutrition. There's no vegetable that has quite as much nutrition as a sprout because that sprout has in it all of the nutrition and energy and everything that it needs to start growing into a plant. So a sprout has a whole lot more nutrition than the full-grown vegetable. So, like for example, broccoli sprouts. When you eat broccoli sprouts in the sprout form, you get a lot more nutrition than when you eat a full grown head of broccoli. And it's easy. You can just do it right on your counter and it tastes very similar. Can you get meat from a local farmer? Preferably meat that has no antibiotics, hasn't been given vaccines, preferably meat that's been raised on pasture with no pesticides. These are things that you'll find if you'll start looking around and talking to people. Just ask questions, get on some local Facebook groups, ask your friends what they know and who they know if you don't know anybody because they're out there. The farmers that do these things, they're out there, but you just got to look for them. Last one, can you raise your own chickens maybe on organic feed to get the eggs or maybe buy them locally again from somebody local, maybe a farmer, or maybe even I've I've noticed a lot of kids that are uh, maybe doing 4-H projects or trying to make a little bit of money, they'll sell eggs. And so if you, again, if you haven't had a fresh free range egg from a chicken down the street from you or in your backyard, it is night and day difference from a store-bought egg. If you will just crack a store egg into a bowl and, fr- and crack a free range egg into another bowl and compare, it's like this deep orange that's full of nutrition and antioxidants and all this good stuff versus this pale yellow that might have a little bit in it. It's, it's just night and day. The nutrition is night and day. The flavor is night and day. If you're not eating the way that I just suggested, you're missing out. Let me just say that. And we'll get into that more in the next, in the next couple of episodes. But the, these little changes that I've suggested that you might be able to do, don't take a whole lot of extra work, but can really start to transform those building blocks that your body has to keep you healthy to keep your baby healthy and to keep your family healthy. My main challenge for you is going to be to remove as much artificial and processed, quote, food, because it's not really food, from your diet that you possibly can, and then replace it with whole foods that are as local as you possibly can manage. And I want to follow that challenge up with some homework. First, before I go there, let me just take a step back. God made us. God designed our systems to work with the food he provided us. He gave us what we needed in this world to live and to survive. So if you will give your body that God made the food that God made in the way that he made it, not that's been altered, not that's been artificially messed with, give it in the way that he made it as close to the source as you can your body will run much better. It will function much better. And that is the whole point, is to get back to God's way, right? That's why we're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast, because you want to do things God's way. If you want to know how a Ford engine works, you need to look at a Ford manual for that Ford engine. If you want to know how a body of a human that God made works, you need to look at his manual and the truths of nutrition and the things that he wants us to have are in, the, in his word and are also evident just by nature. So here's the homework. And this might be a little eye-opening. I hope it is. Between now and next week, I want you to make a food diary. So right now, grab you a sheet of paper and here's what I want you to do. And it's not just a regular food food diary, a little bit different than maybe what you've done in the past. We're not counting calories. We're not doing that kind of thing. We're not looking at what you're eating that's you know, bad for you because it's got a lot of fat or whatever. in it. (laughs) that's a whole nother thing. Is fat even bad for you? Maybe we'll go into that someday. I want you to take, to make two columns on one column. I want you to write down everything you eat this next week that is processed. Anything that comes out of a package is processed in some way, short of maybe lettuce or something like that. That's just been packaged to be able to carry it. So crackers, cereals, juices, I could go on and on, except for I can't think of anything, chips, all that stuff, everything in the center of the grocery store. I want you to write down anything that you eat that comes out of a package that all goes in the process column. Then I want you to have another column. And in that column, I want you to write everything that is real and whole and fresh. So anything that comes from your local farmer, any fresh meat, any fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, any of those kind of things. At the end of the week, I want you to look at your diary, and I want you to look at first which column is longer, and hopefully that won't be too bad to look at, but I want you to assess which column is longer, and then I want you to think about what changes you can make. What can you take off of that process list and find a, a replacement that's a better replacement that can go on that fresh side? When you know better, you got to do better. You're accountable for the information you have. You can't just act like you don't know. So I want you to do this tangible exercise so that you can put your eyes on the actual truth of what you're eating and what you're feeding your family and look for ways that you can give your family better building blocks. Now, I want you to set an alarm and get ready and get excited for next week. I'm telling you, the person I'm interviewing may not be somebody that you already know, but after next week, you're going to know her and you're going to love her just as much as I do. And you're going to be glad you listen because next week's show will be a turning point in your health and in your family's health if you let it be. She's going to present to you godly wisdom for your nutrition in a way that I'm betting most of you who are listening to me right now are completely unfamiliar with. I seriously cannot wait for next week. It is something that I've already done in my family, it's a change I made almost six years ago, and it's one of the best things that I could have ever possibly done, and it's it goes back to God's wisdom all the way back in Genesis, and yet over time and over the years, we have moved further and further and further away from it, but it's simple, and He gives it to us, and you read about it all through Scripture, and yet we've ignored it. But starting next week, you're not going to be able to ignore it anymore. And I hope you'll get excited about it with me because I'm telling you, I cannot wait. So subscribe if you haven't already. Turn on your notifications if you haven't already. So it'll pop up on your phone or your iPad or your computer or wherever you listen so that you can jump on it first thing next week when when it goes up. I don't want you to wait. I want you to get excited about it because every day that you're eating junk is one more day that you're giving your body junk building blocks. We don't want junk building blocks. We want good, strong, wholesome building blocks. And next week, I'm going to introduce you to a building block that by itself can sustain you with just a couple of other things added. With this one change, just that one change that we're going to talk about next week you can just about get rid of your prenatal vitamins. Back to the very first question I asked in the introduction. Do you like choking down pills? Do you like chewing on chalky vitamins or bad tasting supplements? This one change could very well get you to where you don't even need those because supplements are supplementing something you're not getting from your food. But what if you got that nutrition from your food? My guest next week is going to tell you a story about when she was pregnant and about what her provider told her just because of this one food. I hope you're excited about it. If you can't tell, I am. I'm going to see you here next week. I'm going to be here with bells on and I hope you will be too. And I just, I can't be excited enough. Can't wait to see you right back here next week. Real quick. If today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me, and it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.